Hello and welcome to the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This is our ninth episode and today we're going to be diving into this idea of discernment. Have you ever heard the phrase, much ado about nothing? So I've literally just realized it's not much to do about nothing. It's much ado about nothing, like a do connected together into one word. This is probably just me, but I had no idea that that's how it was meant to be said. And another fact, apparently Shakespeare came up with this saying. So yeah, interesting learnings for the day. But I was thinking it was much to do about nothing. And when I was thinking about this episode and and what I was going to say, that's kind of something that popped into my head, this idea of the fact that we've got, you can have so much going on and be doing nothing, which is a really weird concept. Uh, You could have so much happening in the world, and you're trying to do lots of things, but you're actually doing nothing. And that's kind of a crazy concept for a lot of people, because you would think that the more you do, the more you are getting out, or the more you do, the more you're maybe producing. And that is definitely not the case. So this is a super interesting thing, is that you might have much to do, But if it's about nothing, then you're basically going nowhere and getting nothing out of it. And so the idea that I wanted to discuss today was discernment. So how do we as people look at all the things that we've got in our lives and maybe opportunities to us or spaces that we work in or we're involved in? And how do you discern where is best to invest your energy? So if we look at our time as a limited resource, if we look at it from like an economics perspective, you've got a certain number of, I don't know, little cubes. We have, say, five cubes. And that represents all the time in your week. And you get to choose how you spend those cubes. And so if we spend our time with those cubes and things that aren't actually helping us grow or aren't so much about what we're passionate about, or what we enjoy doing, or stuff that's propelling forward or making a contribution, and it's actually taking away, then even though it looks like we're investing our time into different things, we're not getting out of it as much as we could be. So we're basically making an unwise investment with our time, which is a crazy thought, because I always think that the more you have in, the more productive you are. And I think that's often the mindset, right? The, the more I have in my calendar, the more I'm getting done, the more you I, like I get a bit absorbed in it. I'm like, oh, yes, lots happening. So much going on. It's really, really exciting. And you get caught up in that culture of, OK, producing stuff. This is what I'm doing. And often when you get into that space, you can kind of forget about what actually matters to you and you get sucked into other things and you start filling other people's calendars or filling other things that other people need and you can get drawn away from what you actually want to be doing. So I guess that's the big question is how do we spend our time? How do we invest our resources and our limited capacity, whether it's time or your energy to interact with people? Because some of us maybe can spend more time with others and others of us might not be able to spend as much time with other people because it can be draining and you actually really fuel away from people. 
So it's really interesting looking at those kinds of resources that you have in your life and how are you spending them at the moment. So do a bit of a stock take. Uh, take a look. If you if it means writing out a list, um, the regular things, maybe the irregular things that pop up every now and then, but do a bit of a list as to what you find yourself investing into and is it a wise investment is it an investment that is helping push you forward or is it something that maybe you could take another look at and kind of reevaluate what's happening there and is it something that actually matters to you at the moment so some really helpful questions that um, I've asked myself in the past have been is this am like am I enjoying this do I find it draining is it something where I feel like I'm making a good contribution asking those kinds of questions to yourself can really help to discern and narrow down where you feel you're meant to be operating or giving or contributing at different times and totally there's different seasons in in life where things shift and often it's something we're constantly evaluating and looking at and reflecting back on is is this still a space that's for me have I moved on is it time to maybe step into something new and asking those questions consistently and setting aside the time to ask those questions as well just to check in with yourself and go hey am I still doing what matters to me or have I potentially been sucked away from that and making some not so great investments that aren't going to give the kind of returns that I'd like to see for myself or for other people in the community. A couple of years ago, I found myself doing a lot of stuff and it was at the point where you get spread quite thin and I'd always been warned about like, oh, don't let yourself get spread too thin and do too many things, like quality over quantity, all that kind of stuff. And then I found myself going, oh, wow, okay, this is actually quite a lot. And I unfortunately have the tendency to not cut back, but to cut back on the things that I probably shouldn't, like sleep or getting out and getting exercise or eating well, like all those things. And I would kind of drop my baseline of standards of my well-being to be able to accommodate for everything else. And that was really unhealthy for me. And I sometimes catch myself slipping back into that and and have it in the moment actually in something that I'm kind of reevaluating and trying to work through. But often you just have to be quite self-aware and that willingness to go and look at your life kind of from that outside perspective of how are you going to be able to discern where you should be spending your time where you shouldn't and this kind of applies for a whole bunch of things like relationships or spaces that maybe you volunteer or lead whatever it is so asking these kinds of questions can be really useful to figure out and kind of evaluate what's happening and where you actually want to be another really cool thing that I've heard is going where the energy is so if for you um like I think about it in if I was in a group facilitating a group and I suggested a game and everyone went 
oh no, like there was that kind of negative response or everyone sunk or side you can gauge that and that's really good information to point you towards okay maybe not this game let's try something else and using things like that in your life as if you're working on something and you're really having to push and you're just you're finding it draining and all these things maybe it's a chance to ask yourself is this where the energy actually is? Or should I maybe put this on pause, sit it on the shelf, and maybe come back to it at another point? I love the idea that you can have um, so many different things that you might be passionate about. And at different points in your life, you might take that book off the shelf, that passion, the thing you're interested in, and spend a bit more time reading it. And then another point in life, you might put that back up on the shelf and maybe only pull it out to read a page or so every once in a while. And that's all good. And I think that's really really cool is the idea that we can have different things on the go at the same time but also things that we find really matter to us and that we're actually excited to do and feel like we're in the right space now this is a super interesting thing is that on the flip side of that you've also got so much happening that you kind of have to ask yourself consistently is this something that I do need to continue pushing on because sometimes we hit patches where it's hard right where it's really challenging to do things and maybe it is just a bit of a grind having to push through and perseverance and that's really important so we kind of have to be able to hold it the two hands out and go okay perseverance yes but also having the wisdom to know maybe when to tap out which is a crazy thought of like, it's not giving up, but it's actually being quite wise and going, okay, maybe this is time to pause. Like, think about a business model. If it was completely failing and it was a bit of a flop and you're just pouring money into it in the hope that you'll be able to get something out of it because you've come so far now, why would you turn back? And you're still though pouring money into this bucket that has a hole you know or like pouring water into a bucket that has a hole and it's just kind of pointless and so if you look at your life like that and the things you invest your time into if there are things that you're finding draining maybe it is a bucket with a hole or a really poor business that you're trying to still invest into and flipping that and going okay maybe it's time to look at something new or let's hit pause on that not invest anything more into that until we kind of have some new ideas or new ways to approach it and try something new or invest in some other space that we think is has more potential or we're excited about and going with that but also knowing when to keep pushing and when to keep going is really really delicate balance and is quite an exciting and scary process sometimes as well because often there's that weird tension of do I or do I not is this the the right option is there something better and you get caught in between of wondering okay am I meant to go with this what if there's something better that pops up later and there is obviously going to be 
that opportunity cost. If you pick something, you've invested what you have in that and you can't now invest that somewhere else. It's like, okay, I have a jug full of water and three cups and this jug full of water, I pour half of the jug into, oh wow, that the cup's probably going to overflow. I pour a third of the jug into one cup and I can't really take the I've just realized this is a terrible analogy okay well imagine you can't take the water out of the cups anymore and that's now stuck you've invested that in there it's kind of like you've signed a contract for that water and it's stuck in there and that with time that's not something that we can get back and so it actually stays stuck in that space and you can't really go back in time and try and change the decision to put it somewhere else but in that moment when you're making that decision go with what you know I think is the best thing you can do and this kind of idea of you I I often think we know we know what the best decision is and if we don't then we spend time and we seek out help and guidance to figure out what the best decision is and this is a really weird one because in that moment you can make the choice okay I'm going to invest my time into this project something better might come along but this is what I feel is best at this time and I'm gonna go with this you're like okay all in or partially in and you can sit with that and maybe it won't go to plan but it might as well and so it's really really cool to be able to tap into that knowing that you have because I often find like I remember talking to somebody last year about an opportunity that I was about to step into and I remember saying to them I don't think this will challenge me enough but I stepped into that space anyway which is really interesting because I knew at the start and I even articulated it I told somebody else and it's still I was like oh well it seems like the logical move and so I stepped into that but I think I knew that that wasn't what was best for me at that moment and now obviously it's happened and I've learned from it and we're not always going to find the best option, you know, the optimal choice. But you can always learn from them. But it's so interesting, I think, when you actually sit down and ask yourself, I think you already know. And you've just got something inside of you that just feels or your heart gets pulled towards something. Or someone talks about something and you just light up a little bit or your brain starts ticking. All those different things are really, really cool signs that maybe that's a space for you. And sometimes we have to balance relationship. And if we're invested somewhere else, you have to know and respect and honor that before you move into a new space. And that's just kind of the evolution of change. But if you're really in tune with what's happening and you regularly evaluate where you're spending your time and you keep in touch with that, it makes it that kind of ever-evolving process of what you're doing with your time, what you're passionate about, aligning way, way easier when you're asking those questions.
and pull other people into those conversations as well. If you've got people in your life who really know your strengths or are able to help provide a really cool perspective on things that you're you've got opportunities that have come up just literally share with them and be like hey this is something that's popped up I'm not really sure about whether or not I invest into it yet or whether or not this is the right thing for me to do with my time and just flick it to them they might be able to give you a perspective that you haven't thought of and that can be so useful to be able to help make a decision and often I find when I'm talking to other people this might be just me but when I'm talking to other people I often process things in my head at the same time and things become clear and click into place as well I have this happen so many times where there'll be something that I've been thinking about and then I talk to somebody and it's such a gift because they articulate or say something that completely wraps up all of these weird thoughts that have been going on in my head or ideas just with a nice bow and I'm like oh that makes total sense and that's why it's really important as well that we stay connected with people and share those things in our lives that are going on and are important to us and what we're deciding and getting those other perspectives in as well. So I gave that kind of example of that opportunity that I had last year that I spoke to someone about and realized or literally said at the time that I don't think that it was going to be enough or what I needed at that time. And this is such an interesting one because often you can have something that pops up in your world and an opportunity or even subtly really subtle things and you could, in your heart, feel like this thing is really, really great. And I think this is something I should step into. And this will be really exciting. And I think there's energy and life here. And, and it's a really cool room that I'd love to be able to step into and just enjoy and decorate and make it look really cool. All that kind of thing. But often from the outside it looks a little bit illogical and not a wise move <laughs> with quotation marks around it like not a smart investment this is an interesting one as well as you kind of have to have your two palms out in front of you going okay a wise investment a logical decision versus sometimes you just have a feeling or you know or your gut whatever however you word it there's that kind of sense that even though from the outside it looks a bit ridiculous and bonkers we were listening to a song today in our workout called bonkers and this comes to mind it just seems a little bit crazy and but that's where you think is best or maybe on the outside it doesn't look like it would have the best returns but you feel like that really aligns with what you're keen to do or your values and so you go with that but I am so good at picking the logical the safe the thing that looks way better from the outside the like in terms of society and how other people maybe view success or um, other expectations 
I tend to pick that hand instead of the other hand because the other hand has a lot more risk associated with it. And one of the things I've learned in studying business and just classes and things is they always say that every investment is going to have some kind of risk. There's not a sure investment. There's not a sure thing that you can be 100% like, oh, this is going to work out totally. I'm so confident in this. Um, You can never be 100% sure. And still, that risk, so even though there's risk associated with every option, risk in certain things that pop up can seem bigger. And I oftentimes will kind of magnify that risk by looking at what other people would think. And so I blow it out of proportion and I go, oh no, I could could never do that. That's a bit crazy. Like, that, uh, yeah, that would not look good to other people. All that kind of thing. And so how do you find the confidence to be able to pick that hand and go, oh, okay, I'm going to take this hand and go for a walk. I'm going to go and explore what's in this space, even if I don't think that it makes sense from the outside. But I'm passionate about it and I feel like this is where I should be heading, which is such a crazy thought, but also kind of exciting. So it might just be that the thing that seems a little bit out there is the thing that you could try stepping into. Maybe it's a bit of a risk. It's kind of like a cup of wisdom and a pinch of insanity. You know, bit of a balance. See how it goes. But I've been thinking today as well, it is a really interesting thing of, I heard someone say, sleeping while you're awake. Like, sleeping through life awake, pretty much. And this idea that much to do about nothing. I don't even know if this is what the phrase actually means, but this is how I'm interpreting it. (laughs) Interpretation by Ella is that you've got so much happening in life that you actually end up sleeping and doing nothing and you miss out on what life really is, which is being awake and alive and contributing or doing something or just being whatever it is instead of just cruising through and turning up. I kind of have the picture of if you're putting on an event or something you can either be the people who are involved and get behind it or you come and you're invested and you turn up and you're present and you talk to people and you engage or you turn up and you decide to go and just kind of stand in the corner of the room and don't make any effort to I don't know engage or participate and it's Obviously, there's so many things that happen in life all the time, but a lot of the time, it's within our control to decide, actually, I'm not going to let myself sleep through these days. Like if you ever get to the end of a week or a month or a year and go, oh my goodness, what just happened? Like, I can't even remember the past week. I feel like I've just been going and going. And then you get to that end of it and you just feel exhausted and tired And ask yourself why and see if you can dig into those spaces and ask those really challenging questions of why am I feeling like this or why do I come into these patterns of 
feeling like I'm just drifting through and not actually putting any energy into directing where things are going or exploring opportunities or jumping in with our feet into the river, even though it's cold and freezing, taking that little insane step, those things like that, that's where it really is. That's where all the energy is. So see if you can show up for yourself and for others, whatever it is. Show up in a way that's not just turning up and standing kind of limp and just uninterested, but standing like tall and have your shoulders back and be engaged and ready and listening and alert and approach life with that posture instead of a what comes comes and I can't control all of these factors and yes you can't control them but you can control how you respond or what you invest your time into Um, if something goes wrong you can choose how you respond to that it's not a something went wrong and so I am just going to have a terrible day it's a something went wrong yeah that sucks what can I do to move through this or asking those, being active in life, not just sitting down and watching everything happen, but being really, really active in what's happening. Because I think one of the things we don't talk about enough is that opportunity cost of if you don't follow that little small whisper inside you that goes, this is the right step, even if it seems ridiculous, and you miss stuff when you say no to that and you choose the safe or the comfortable or the thing that seems more logical but you're not actually that passionate about you know and it's that moment where if you say yes to that thing that you're not passionate about there is a cost to that you are actually missing out on this other opportunity because I think sometimes we can weigh the safe option as being more valuable as having better outcomes or more solid outcomes whereas this other small thing on the corner that maybe is a bit of a weird shape and is kind of one of those objects that no one really buys because they're not really sure what it is and it just kind of sits on the shelf and people walk past it and go hmm I don't really know what that's for or what it is But that option could have the most reward that comes out of it. And you never know. And so there is an opportunity cost for not following where your heart is or where you feel the life is for you in that moment. And I don't think that gets talked about enough because that's a real loss as well. Just like we would say, oh, if you don't pick the safe option and you take the risky one, the the risky one, and what would fall through then? And it's actually reversing that and going, oh, what if I didn't take this risky option? I could miss out here as well. And so it's literally going with what feels best for you, aligning your values, um, aligning where you think you should be in the season um, and what feels right and going with that. And in my very first episode of the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast, we talked about this book of ideas, how you can have so many different ideas and they just kind of sit there. And the next step is that once you've activated and engaged with those ideas, you can have so many of them that you now have to be able to discern what the next right step is for you to take. And that's such a great question as you just break it down to what's the next thing. What should I try now? And where is the energy? What am I most passionate about? I think going back to that one question you're asked when you're little, like, 
if you were picking a some food or something and there's limited resource like imagine standing at an ice cream store and they go you could only have one flavor you're not allowed two scoops just one scoop and you can only pick one ice cream flavor what one would you pick like with your ideas the time that you invest what one would you pick what three would you pick why are you doing them and ask yourself that question and those questions and it can really help dig straight down and help you to discern what the best ideas and places are to kind of invest and move forward with. There's some thoughts for your day. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. See you back here next week.